What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. I've got Jonathan back on the podcast to talk about something he just came out of, the board meeting. Board meeting is something we hear all the time in business. What I wanted to do was talk about the pre, during, and post board meeting process from a CEO perspective, how he communicates with his external stakeholders, internal team, soliciting feedback, offering feedback, following up, all that good stuff. We're digging into it today. If you like what I'm doing over here, hit the follow button. Tell your marketing pals that you're enjoying Modern Day Marketer. Do all those things that we like to have happen as marketing people. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up? Welcome back to Modern Day Marketer. I am ready to roll. I think our guest is, which our guest is Jonathan, who's kind of, I, I let him have an, I think last week, yeah, we let you off the hook because you were doing important things like preparing for a board meeting that you had yesterday as we record this. And so we're going to talk a little bit about in the pre, the board meeting, the post, the follow-up, all the communication, because I think it'd be, it's, it's an interesting topic. And we have, we saw each other in person yesterday, but we haven't really talked about it. So we're going to talk about it here and share it with all of you. Jonathan, did you get any sleep last night? Were you, you have a feeling of relief? Like, how are you doing right now? I did. I slept better last night than I did the previous nights um, going into the board meeting. So, so that was good. It was also probably aided by a few uh, post board meeting bourbons, which is a uh, tradition, uh, an earned tradition I've uh, grown into over the course of several board meetings now. But it was good. Always leave those meetings feeling energized, excited to get into it with you. And this is one where, you know, I hope it's helpful to other entrepreneurs out there, but certainly not one where we are experts at least not yet. I don't know that we ever will be, but always open to share what we've learned and always open to feedback as well. Other people have great resources out there, great ways they think about and manage their board. Always open to ideas, but uh, we're really fortunate to have the board that we do, have the experiences that we do. Happy to share some of those with the audience today. So let's, before we get into like the pre stuff, I want to get your point of view on on this topic because I think in this role and probably in other roles you've had you've you've been on both sides of this but there when when you the board meeting is always brought up in business and so there is the people who are actually live and in the meeting and will be presenting the information to the board and then there's the rest of the team or the rest of the business who knows the board meeting is happening and likely is highly curious and highly interested in what those conversations are happening because a lot of the decisions or recommendations kind of uh, help uh, direct kind of where the business is going next. I, I would imagine that's how, how it plays out. So I, I guess like being on both sides, like being someone who knew board meetings were happening, but being like a contributor on like the marketing team and now being in this position where you're basically running the board meeting, like, do, are, are you mindful of like the the internal audience that we have at the juice and I'm sure you're mindful of it but like the the communication and how it all goes down like how are you thinking through this like within a year like a year or so of, of doing this at the juice yeah it's a good question and again I, I'm gonna say a lot of things that will sound like I know what I'm talking about <laughs> all of this with the caveat that like we're learning but I would say very early on, I probably over-indexed on the board meeting, you know, the big, scary capital letter board meeting. And uh, I then, when I presented board meeting feedback back to our 
internal team at the juice, the employees at the juice. I, I received feedback and I'm very grateful for the feedback that felt like, do like, do we work for the board? And like to a degree, you know, sort of, I guess, but like, I think you work with the board and not for the board. Right. And like, we, we don't want to be like driven by the board. Right. Like we have an extremely talented team. Like the board trusts us, like, let's just go and let's keep them updated. And so I try not to, and now I, you know, you mentioned I was working on the board deck last week. Like it's, I I don't even now we've grown to the point where like the board deck is just the outcome of like quarterly planning really. Right. It's a really good exercise. It's a really good way for the data from last quarter to come to fruition in a visual format. Right. Um, It's a good exercise for us to stop and think about, all right, I'm summing up the last quarter and, 20 to 25 slides and presenting it to anybody, right? Just so happens it's the board. Like, how do how do we tell our story from the last quarter? It's the board meeting is now just a vehicle to review the business, plan for the business. Um, and the the deck, even though you know, I'll say I'm working on the board deck, like I'm I'm really trying, I'm making a conscious effort to not be like, we're doing things for the board or because of the board, but the board is there to support us, answer challenges. Uh, or discuss challenges we're facing and, and talk about the future. And that just shift of the lens of what the board meeting is has been really helpful. So the management of feedback is what I'd be curious to learn here. And it's the, uh, so you, you, you communicate with the board on a weekly basis by sending them updates of what's happening and letting them know like, each and every week, like what are the highlights and, you know, us on the team, we have visibility into that, but us as people who are in the business, we're very invested in the day to day, right? Every little nook and cranny of everything that happens, like members of the team take ownership of, and we, we hold that, like, not like we're not willing to listen to feedback and direction on what needs to change or improve, but I don't know. It's kind of one of those. And I'm not, I'm let me set the stage here. This isn't like a problem or this isn't happening. This is just more of a, like, this is what people face it with between board feedback or whatever. But like, how do you, in your role, how do you facilitate between like potential feedback coming in and impact on an individual and their role and kind of what they're working on and not kind of ruffle feathers or like instill fear because of something that is happening in that room where the individual is not involved. One of the sneakiest, hardest, most difficult, challenging pieces of the CEO role I've learned, I think is filtering feedback. You get it from freaking everywhere. Um, You know, you you get it from your team, which is great. You want that. You have your own like kind of feedback and thoughts and reactions. You have mentors, you have other CEOs you're talking to. You have uh, CEO groups you're in. You have your board, you have investors. It's like, holy crap, like everyone has these really diverse experiences and and diverse perspectives and and all of the feedback, for the most part, there's some that you kind of just like take and move on. But, you know, for the most part, and especially in the board meeting, all of the feedback is valid. It is valid, worthwhile, worthy feedback. But you have to, then you have to put it through the filter of, okay, is that important right now? Is that important in the future? Is that on fire? Is that something we haven't even thought about that now we need to go scope and like, kind of pull on that thread a little bit. There's a good CEO uh, buzzword to use. Um, but that's 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 really challenging. I think CEOs sometimes, and I think it is also maybe sometimes the like personality that you can 
tell me the truth on this. The, the personalities that become CEOs, like I think sometimes the stereotypes, they have like shiny object syndrome, right? Like this is this week's big hot topic. Like, let's go do that. And then next week, there's another one. And I think to a degree, CEOs and sometimes their personalities are, are to blame for that. Uh, but I think also like a lot of times people aren't seeing the other side of that, of all the ideas that are coming inbound to the CEO from other people, other groups, other experiences. And I, I really think filtering feedback is a really hard, but really important part of any leadership role, especially the CEO role, especially in the boardroom. And I'm happy to talk more about the, that kind of setting in the, in the boardroom as well. I know I took that question a little bit broader, but uh, it's just, that's something that's been on my mind. We'll get there. Before we get there, I want to understand, you mentioned all the different ways you're getting feedback. How how do you prioritize that feedback since it's coming from everywhere? Do, do you have some sort of system in place um, at this point? Like, How are you making sure you're not overwhelmed and you're actually making sure that the people who are giving you feedback know that you hear it and it, you're either doing something or you're not doing something about it? Uh, well, first I take Brett's feedback and then it's pretty much everything else. Uh, that's the <laughs> ranking system. No, um, uh, I would say like internal, like uh, the, the team, like I truly feel like I serve the team um, and the team, we all serve the business, right? Uh, so really it's, it's that internal feedback. Customer feedback would be up there very high as well. Uh, those are the stakeholders we serve. And then from there, I think it's really important to I, I use the word, maybe it's another CEO buzzword, like distill feedback a lot. I like looking at, like, this is what I do for the board meeting. Maybe now I'm jumping ahead, but last night while it was still fresh on my mind, sat down with a glass of bourbon and I had all my handwritten notes and I, I try not to be, I am a big handwritten note person, but I try in the meeting to not be too worried about scribbling every single comment down because I really want to be present in the conversation. So, so I, I translate all my, my, written notes into a Google doc. And then I, I clicked back through the board deck slide by slide and just tried to remember what like comments were said, what statements were said, what was the discussion and get all that into one place. And then like, just kind of see what the themes are, see if there's anything that was repeated throughout the meeting. Um, and I think broadly, that's how I like to distill feedback as well as like, if we're having a big conversation, if we're making a big decision, let's just get everything out there first and then let's look at the, the the broad view of everything that's out there, see if there are themes, see if there's any uh, ideas that are being repeated or see if there's anything missing, anything we didn't think about. And then when you have that really broad view, try to narrow in on kind of the next action items or, or what the tangible decision is you need to make. So when, I, when I'm a participant in just a, a broader meeting where there's initiatives that are happening and everyone has influence over that by voicing feedback or whatever. Typically like my style is I, I've got like one thing that like I'm really focused in on and like, I'm going to share that feedback and then, and not like try to give a hundred different things, but like that one thing, then I want to see like a month from now, like, you remember that one thing I said, like, where are we at with that? Sometimes it's like, we're nowhere. Like we, and then you start to understand, okay, well, there are other priorities come on coming up and yeah, maybe a month is too soon, but is this going to be a thing? And so like, I don't know, I imagine being in that boardroom, the individuals that are giving you feedback each have like one thing based on everything you've given them and their opportunity in that meeting to vocalize that. Like, How do you manage that stakeholder feedback um, to make sure that 
what what they're saying is heard and if it's not something that you believe is like a priority like what is your style and kind of communicating back to them anything you want to share there i never mention it again no i'm just <laughs> kidding um uh it, it is it, it is that is tricky right um because there's sometimes in that room you're like yeah that's really good but like then you know myself and eric we go back and we're like that's great but like we don't have bandwidth like we've already got a list of priorities we're already working on like we just can't do anything with that right now and there are things that come up that are little, but like very um, specific and very um, specific enough where it's like, okay, we're, he's going to remember that our board member here, she's going to remember that. And it's going to come up in our next meeting. A great example of yes. that was yesterday uh, or last quarter. I'll go back to last quarter, even the quarter before that Christian Anderson, who's on our board. He's a, uh, he's got a design background, very like, visually driven. We're very fortunate to have him and obviously an incredibly savvy um, entrepreneur. He has offered feedback. He offered feedback at the board meeting on our daily digest email design. Throughout the quarter, I got a few friendly nudges, a few forwards from him of like just some other feedback on that daily digest. We unfortunately over the last quarter, we've had some turnover in our product design role. We just signed with a new agency that's helping us out. I was like, I can't, Eric, I cannot show up to this meeting without an updated email digest design. Like I just, I can't do it. Like they will ask me to kindly leave. Um, even though it's like, it's like the smallest piece of our business. But so we, with this design agency, I was like, we were actually, we met today, the day after the board meeting. And last week I had that realization and I was like, oh shit. So I talked to our design agency and they were already working on it. They were just planning to show it to us Thursday as opposed to Wednesday when the board meeting was. I said, hey team, I really just need something for somebody to react to that I can put on a slide. And so we got it in there and I saved it to one of the last slides and uh, made a big deal of it and a big joke about it. Uh, but we all had uh, fun. It is something that's going to be really impactful to our business now, but it, there's little things like that. So that's a long story. How we typically handle this is I take down all my notes, put them in a Google doc, send it to Eric, co-founder CTO, who's also in the meeting, let him instill any of his notes. We get on the same page and then I send it out to the board. And there are at the very top of that doc are action items. Here's what we are going to do the juice and it's literally check boxes of action items from the meeting. And sometimes those action items are explore the idea of, and sometimes they are, you know, do this, do that. But sometimes it is like, we're going to continue to have that conversation that we started in the board meeting. And then beneath that is action items for the board. That's typically lighter than the action items for us for better or worse. And then beneath that is I put all of the notes in there and I asked the board, like, let us know if we missed anything. Let us know if we misprioritized anything, uh, but just like extreme kind of transparency on what we heard, how we translated it and how we're going to act on it. And I actually received a, a really great compliment from Sangram, who's on our board yesterday, that he thinks the organization around our board meeting pre sending out all the materials, materials and post sending follow-up and action items, he's like I've, I sit on several boards and uh, much larger companies and I've been involved in board meetings and this is one of the best organized processes he's been a part of. So like that's not, that sounds arrogant to brag, but the, it just like, it takes effort, right? It takes effort and organization. And you've talked about on the podcast, you just got to do the work, right? But it's good then because then Eric and I can take that and then share that same document with the team. We've got a team meeting next week. We're going to go through all that feedback, all the notes, all the action items and uh, it just gets everybody on the same page. So that was an incredibly long answer. I assume we have to wrap the podcast now. I'm sorry about I, that. I actually want to touch on something you described there. And you said action items that 
our work we're committed to and we're going to do. And then the other items were like ideas that we want to explore. We all know where the explore items go on the list. It, they, they drop to the very, very bottom. So what, like, what is exploring mean to you? Is that just bringing it up in a meeting, get a, a gut check from the rest of the team? How do you explore the exploring of these topics? Yeah, I think it's, it depends is the cop-out answer to that. Uh, I was actually going to pull up the doc, but like sometimes it is, okay, we need to scope. If it's a product thing, we need to scope that. That could be really easy for us to do, or that could you know completely uproot what we're currently working on. Other times it's like, I'm like, yeah, that's a, you know, let's say they had an idea about how to advertise our podcast or something like that. I could be like, yeah, that seems smart to me. Let me talk to Brett about mm-hmm. it. Right. And so sometimes it's just like purely ownership. Sometimes it's, we just don't have all the information in that room. We need to make a decision, but I want to let them know that we at least heard it and we're going to figure something out or we're going to go explore and then let you know, like, Hey, we just, we didn't, we weren't able to prioritize that this quarter. There's a desired way. And we had had the chance to get lunch um, yesterday and was trying to understand a little bit from your end. I think there's a desired way. We all have meetings and we prepare for them and we want them to go. And it doesn't always turn out exactly how you want it to go, but you're, you get enough substance there to work with. And then you realize it's like, okay, it's a small steps iteration and you eventually get to where you need to be with people involved and buying all that stuff. How would you, how would you describe the board meeting that you just got out of and you're talking about a day later? Is it like, is it about how you thought it would, it would be? Were there any curveballs? Um, anything you want to share? So the largest topic of yesterday's board meeting was fundraising. Kind of a scary topic. There's a lot for those that follow kind of the venture market. Uh, there's a lot of noise in the space right now about a lot of scary noise in the space about valuation shrinking, fund sizes going down, funding rounds going down. And so I was, I was kind of nervous to get into that portion of it. But really, that was like, I, I talked to Eric ahead of me. It's like, I just kind of wanted to chum the water a little bit, like, and let them because they're in it every single day, right? Like, let them kind of tell us what they're seeing, and just kind of let us know where we should head. We had some thoughts on how we should position ourselves, et cetera, et cetera. And so I, I was cautious around that topic. I would say not pessimistic, but just like a little nervous. <laughs> they were going to be like, no, this is like, this is going to be really hard. Like we don't know. Right. Um, but it wasn't, they uh, were really good about being very prescriptive with, uh, we had a list of potential investors we had identified into two buckets based on whether or not we had an existing relationship with them. You know, they were prescriptive about Don't worry about the existing relationship, like bucket them based on these two topics of do they invest in content marketing, like are the content marketing space, or are they more traditional investor, maybe just a B2B SaaS investor broadly? Because that's what it's going to take now in this market is somebody who is very closely aligned with your thesis that just believes in the vision of what you're building and wants to be a part of it no matter how, or it's going to be somebody who is looks at it, sees the growth trajectory, sees what the round uh, ask is, sees what the valuation is. And it's just like, that makes sense for our portfolio, right? And those, so those are kind of the two messages. And that was just like kind of a light bulb moment, right? Of, oh, well, yeah, that's that's better qualification, just like sales qualification for uh, searching for investors than whether or not we know them. Um, that's just probably how you introduce yourself in the email is different, right? Uh, so that was really good. It was much more 
not doom and gloom about what's going on, but very prescriptive with what we do think can work in this market. That was the biggest conversation topic. And then um, the rest, you know, kind of all the product updates you and I have talked about, we're starting to get to the point where we can really quantify the impact of our, of our platform. They were encouraged by that. The other thing I was, I'll be sharing with you more about next week. They really like that we've picked out content syndication as a enemy. Uh, they think for the first time, that's really the, the right enemy we have on the brand side of our business. So it was a, I was nervous, not, uh, I'm always nervous going into the meetings a little bit. And I think there's a healthy amount of nervousness, but I came out more optimistic than maybe I was anticipating. Not that I was expecting to come out pessimistic, but it was energizing and encouraging. This is all really good feedback. We're a little behind the scenes of what's happening right now at the Juice. Before we let you go, Jonathan, you mentioned communicating this back to the team. I think that is a decision of the CEO. Everyone has a different style of how they want to take what they just learned and heard and um, what is planned ahead to share with their team. Sometimes it's all direct right out of the gates. Other times it's dripped over, you know, an entire quarter. Sometimes it's not really shared at all. Um, I think you're pretty transparent in the way you kind of share what you heard and feedback. Is there is there any specific reason why you, you do, you share kind of feedback the way you do? And um, how would you say that's gone so far since the juice has been a thing? I've been at places where it's not shared very openly or at all, but yet it seems like that's where the decisions were being made. And so really just wanting to avoid that. Now, granted, that was at a larger company where it was big enough that, you know, that was okay, but not so big that you didn't know it was happening or it wasn't openly talked about the board meeting or anything. So uh, just wanting to build that into our culture, being radically candid is one of our core values. I myself am learning along the way. I want you all to learn along the way. Once the juice goes to the moon and you're all on your next thing, I want you to be able to learn from this experience as well. And it's just like, like I said, it's all such valid feedback. We'd be crazy not to infuse that into the business, whether or not we act on it. We all get to decide that, right? But the validity of it, the the perspective of it. It's so nice to have the perspective of somebody who is incredibly intelligent, but not in the weeds every day. We get so caught up in the weeds. It's nice to step back and have somebody with that more um, broad view of the business and the marketplace and fundraising and all those details. So uh, we'd be crazy not to share that knowledge with the rest of the team. Well, thank you for reliving. the. We're, we're, we're extending the board meeting one extra day here by recording a podcast and talking about it. Hopefully everyone out there uh, learn something that you didn't know already about the juice, but we're pretty transparent. So if you have any questions, definitely ask us. And if you're not signed up for the juice already, we're, we're here, we're waiting for you. Jonathan, anything in closing? That is all. Happy to share uh, any notes with anybody if they're building their own board deck or um, if you have feedback or things that have gone well, uh, always open to that as well. Thanks, Brett. Thank you. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode, learning a little bit more about the juice in our process. Hopefully you were able to pull a nugget or two and take that back to your team. If you like what you're doing over here, tell a friend you're enjoying Modern Day Marketer. Have a hell of a week. Enjoy, learn something. We'll talk to you on Friday. Take care.